All right. That was uh, Santana. I'm winning. So we have we have come to our first case of yacht or not. Now, I don't want to muddy the waters here, but Wikipedia lists Alex Ligertwood, who is the singer of that song, the Alex Ligertwood version of Santana as Yacht. So that's why I played it. I wanted to see if I actually listened to it before the show. And I thought, thought to myself, you know what? It's got Yacht. It's got Yacht in it. So, but I'll put it out to you, Yacht or not. I think it's Yacht. Right. I think it's, I think it's a little yachty actually Santana's restrained. I'll say this. So while he was playing his guitar solo, I thought to myself, you know, a little saxophone instead of that guitar solo might be really tasty. Maybe. Anyway, that's Santana winning and Alex Ligertwood at that time in his life, you know, that dude was winning. He was winning. He, he was uh, singing for Santana. And uh, he has your classic kind of fucked up English grill. Sort of the, the busted up teeth. Like, dude, you're winning. Okay. You're definitely winning. Not a bad voice either. Sounds a little bit like Steve Winwood. One of the producers of that uh, record is a guy by the name of Muff Winwood. I don't think they're related. They might be, but I don't I don't think so. Anyway, a little uh, tasty Alex Ligertwood era Santana to uh, get us going here on the daily stream that we have, 15 Minutes of Flame, also known as Foth. You know, I ran across a, an old, I think it was like the first... The first one I did, I actually went back. I was going through the YouTube channel. I think I found my first YouTube version of 15 minutes. I think it's from either 2015 or 2016. It might've been from 2016, maybe. And it was actually 15 minutes. I actually had a countdown timer on it. And I actually, I jammed through a lot of, I jammed through a lot of stuff in that 15 minutes. And I wonder how this would have evolved if I just would have kept it at 15 minutes instead of going on at times. I wonder how it would have evolved because I, I was really like at, onto something, right? The short, like if you go into YouTube, I think they found like the ideal length for a video is 12 minutes and 43 seconds. I mean, I, they've got it that specific. So I wonder if, uh, look at that. It's like my cup is on the, look at that. I just put it right there. My cup is resting. If I move it up a little bit, if it'll, no, it's gotta go back further. Hold on, now it's in the water. There we go. My cup is, my cup is resting on the, uh, on the little rail there. <laughs> but I wonder if, uh, how things would have evolved if I would have just kept it at 15 minutes. Like, would we have continued to have 
because the hanging out part in chat, like 15 minutes, it's really a cup of coffee. And then boom, you're gone, right? This thing would have evolved differently had I stayed with that format. I just had too much to say. Anyway, let's see what's going on with you. Thank you all for being here on the podcast side of things. Thanks for being here. Let me get into chat, Taria. Uh, what do you guys What do you guys say, yacht or not? With the Alex Ligertwood version of Santana, there's Tom, there's Miguel. What's going on, Miguel? You can see Michael. There's Ryan JMP Love. Yes, they're in on on the nose, right, Jackie? Let's see who else do we have here. I was listening to Polly new video this morning on the World Economic Forum. Ah, yes. Good old Polly. Their plans. Oh, they have their plans. Yes, they do. We'll talk a little bit about that today. Oh, let's see who else we have here. Michael, what's going on, Michael? Michael Pafford. Biden says it's a far, far better thing that I do than I've ever done. It is a far, far better rest that I go than I have ever known. Charles Dickens, A Tale of Two Cities. The Tale of Two Bidens. Uh, she said, I thought for sure we'd be hearing lots of truth bombs again. Not much is happening. What, on the poly side or just on the other side of things? There's truth bombs happening all the time here. And if they're not truth bombs, they're... Um, Tooth bombs. Let's see. We got Sony. Sony's here. What's going on, Sony? Will Gavin Newsom be new VP? I talked about that. I think he will be. I think they're going to move him in. Jill Biden will be the VP. Oh, please. She just had her press secretary leave. They're done. They're dropping like flies. Maybe Stacey Abrams if she loses again. I think they could re they could recut that song for Stacey Abrams. I'm losing. I know one thing she's not losing, and that's weight. Anna Sophia's here. What's going on, Anna? Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Miss Nakia Hucklebuck 411. Garrett Brooks checking in. There's Mark S. Hey, Mark S. Good to see you. Um, Fran, there's Fran. Hey, back at you, Fran. Uh, Miss Ginian. Hey, Ginian. She's here today. Good to see you, Ginian. Good song. Okay. We got a thumbs up from Miss Nakia. It's a new moon. We could talk about that Leo new moon. Hey, baby. I was going to play the, the year of the cat today. No, really, I was. I looked at it last night. There was a nice, decent version. I like Al Stewart. Al Stewart is considered yacht rock, by the way. He's, he's, he's definitely considered yacht. Maybe I'll play the year of the cat out. It's from Don Kirshner's rock concert. And it's weird. Cause it's not, it's not live. I mean, sometimes Kirshner will get this, these live clips and play them. And other times, I mean, Al, Al Stewart was uh, lip syncing. Anyway, maybe we'll do the year of the cat. I really dug Herb Albert on yesterday's show. My dad was a big fan. Herb Albert I, I gotta say, man, Herb Albert is cool. He Herb Albert is cool. Like that guy has the cool thing down. You know, you know, some people. I remember. I remember when I was a kid. <laughs> it was a funny kind of like 
moment of self-awareness as a kid. I think I might've been second grade, maybe I was a pretty, I was like crazy self-aware in the second grade in ways that people probably didn't like. And uh, I remember there was this kid at my school and he was wearing, uh, he's my grade. His name was Jim. And he was wearing a short sleeve shirt one day and it was like kind of stripey, but thin striped. And I remember watching him eat a popsicle um, on the school grounds. And he had, he had one of these, like the way that he styled his hair, I guess as a seven-year-old would style their hair or their parents, what part down the side, remember this is 1967. And then some gel. So his hair didn't really move. It didn't look like a helmet, but it didn't move. And I remember watching this guy eat this popsicle with this short sleeve striped shirt. And I thought to myself, you know, that guy's cool. That guy's cool. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm kind of a fat, sweaty little fuck. I wasn't little, by the way. I wasn't little. I was always kind of the biggest kid in my class. I'm a, I'm a fat, sweaty fuck. I run around. I get sweaty. And this dude doesn't break a sweat and his hair never moves. And he's eating this popsicle. And the fact, I think the popsicle was a symbol of cool, right? I'm like, that, that guy's cool. I'm not that guy. I, you know, I was, a, <laughs> I was different, but I was, so there is a definition for cool. I don't know what happened to him. I is, you know, kid I went to elementary school with, but Herb Albert definitely checks the cool box, whatever you think of Herb Albert. Um, I'm trying to remember a politician that was in the service and had an injury on his arm. Uh, Martin Sheen has one arm longer than the other. Did you know that? It's not the guy you're thinking of. Kelly's checking in from the Eastern side of Tennessee. Michael says yacht adjacent. Bob Dole. Good call, Thomas. Oh, and then she says not Bob Dole. Oh. Michelle, what's going on, Michelle? Good to see you at Marie Mare. Nice to have you here. Uh, Ginian says, definitely yacht. CC says, I vote not. Garrett Brooks, Santana freaking rips, Cancerian master. Yes, he is. Michael Pafford, not yacht. Miss Nakia, that's yacht to me. We, we have run into... Some turbulent waters defining yacht or not with Carlos Sant the Alex Ligertwood version of Carlos Santana. Uh, let's see, Mark M. What's going on, Mark? Good to see you. Uh, the back, I know the background is great, right? I love this background. Anna Sophia loves Santana. Sony says maybe sailboat. Sandra says, yeah, it's got yacht potential. Wendy's here, the beautiful one. Good morning, Wendy. Uh, let's see who else do we have. Anybody new? I'm ready to get on board. You haven't seen anything yet, Kelly. Oh, I got some yachty plans here. By the way, by the way, I have been invited by a fellow Chatarian to actually go sailing on the lake in Austin. How about that? My yacht dreams are coming true. Anna Sophia says, yacht, yes, Hucklebuck 411, yachty to me. John McCain. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he was a weirdo. 
That's a big weirdo, John McCain. Fuck. Look at Tom. Thomas says McStain. That's funny. Hunter Biden, big in the news. We got some Hunter Biden breaking news. Johnny C, what's going on, brother John? Uh, that song is on my yacht for sure. Frank Bryce here. Frank, I want to thank you for your time yesterday. Look how nice my website looks now. If you were here on the website website side of things, oh, look how nice it is. I got some good advice from Frank last night. Look at that. Oh, it's back. The order has been restored to 15 minutes of flame. I love it. Thank you, Frank. Let's see. We'll do a Hunter Biden uh, screen here. Santana and Ted Nugent are pretty lucky bastards. They're very different, aren't they? The Nuge is a Sag. Bring the front men and not signing a word, singing a word. Uh, bring the front men. Yeah, it's like who who was Derek Saint was named Derek Saint John, who was the singer for. Nugent, I don't think Nugent can sing. I've seen him sing. He's not, he doesn't have a great, he's not even really a great guitar player. And he, at one time, if you go back and listen to the Amboy Duke stuff and early, uh, the, the early Nugent solo stuff, Ted, Ted could play. He could play. Stranglehold, man, that's a tune. That is, Stranglehold is a badass tune. And the tone on his guitar and everything is fantastic. Laughing Tiger, Row. I think we should replace the current government for our ability to take action based on info we research with internet communications and tech. I think that's what they want to do, actually. I actually think that that's what they want to do, only it's going to be their information and their tech. They're okay with the idea, Chad, just not like your version of it. Timothy Hartful. Good morning, Timothy. Uh, the Confessions of a Time Traveler. Funny faux documentary. Okay. On the list. Uh, Wendy says, naughty yachty. Let's see. I intend to go to the Harvest Moon this year. Uh, next year. <laughs> you never know what next year will bring or may not bring. Taking votes, uh, Michael Power Stranglehold is my favorite new Stranglehold is a badass tune, man. Okay, I'm having I'm having uh, dirty thoughts when it comes to Stranglehold. And by the way, it has nothing to do with Michael Hutchins or David Carradine. All right, let's get into some True Hemp Science, who is a sponsor of today's show. As always, we're here to support our friend. Christopher Lynch, who supports us by creating fantastic CBD. You know, when you buy his products, what happens? It allows him to develop more stuff, grow his business, and um, everybody wins. It's a total triple win situation. So let me do a quick just screen capture here, a little screen share with his website because it is so calming. So calming. Wouldn't that be a great kind of bucket list moment to have? If you're on the radio side, we're staring at this wonderful uh, waterfall in the midst of a jungle somewhere. 
but it's not a scary jungle. This looks like a very friendly jungle. This is a friendly jungle with water sprites and all kinds of elementals dancing around, just waiting to ref I mean, wouldn't that be great just to hang out in that? I don't care how cold or how warm that water is. Just come on down, hit the crown, cleanse the crown. Anyway, let's talk about uh, True Hemp Science a little bit. The motto here, Mother Earth is our CEO. I love that. That's a great motto, and that's true. Uh, Christopher has invested a lot of time and energy in not only developing his products, but studying the products, studying hemp, studying CBD, studying what it does to the body. Number one, he's his, he's his own patient. I can tell you that right now. Uh, but it goes beyond that. He looks at uh, tests and, you know, dabbles in other people's research. So this is what you're getting. You're getting the product based on the man's ability to understand how it works. And there are a number of varieties of CBD that you can have and use. I was in gummy land last night and uh, I have, you know, I have a few other CBDs that I use as well. Great for the nerves. Totally great for the nerves. Anyway, if you go to truehempscience.com backslash ref backslash 23, and you spend $100, you'll get free product thrown in. $150, you'll get free shipping. So you got a double win there. It's winning, winning, winning all the way around. It is a grand slam of winning. So True Hemp Science, 15 men's, by the way. That's the uh, little code you want to use once you check out. That's truehempscience.com backslash ref backslash 23. All right. So let's um, let's get on with today's show. What's going on with Hunter Biden? Let me just see, do a quick uh, news thing here with Hunter Biden since it got brought up. I got that Santana song on my head. I think we're about 80-20 yacht on Santana. We're maybe 75-25. Yacht on Santana. Oh my gosh. Looky, looky, looky. What we got here. Looky, looky, looky. Looky, looky, looky. Ooh. Isn't this, isn't this great? All right. This is why you guys tune into this show. They're going a little off script here, but check this out. Oh, breaking Freedom of Information Act requests show a dozen phone calls between the cell phone of Ray Epps and the office of Speaker Pelosi in the week before hashtag January 6th. Bang. That is a truth bomb right there. Right there. If you don't know who Ray Epps is, <laughs> Ray Epps is this guy who is walking around like the day before, the day of, basically telling people what to do. You got to go. You got to go. We People are calling him out. What are you, some kind of agent or something? Right? So Ray Epps, there's all kinds of footage. They brought him in. He did a little, little you know, testimony said his life was ruined. By the way, did you know his wife actually works for Dominion? Did you know that? I just found that out the other day. 
Yeah. So they got they got phone calls. They've got receipts here between fucking Ray Epps and Nancy Pelosi. Look at that. This is this is big news. We're gonna get there before Tucker Tucker the Cucker Cucker Carlson. By the way, Miles Mathis did a pretty good uh, Tucker Carlson thing. All right. So I'm not seeing any any link here. So we got we got to be cool with it a little bit, but if this is true, uh this is a big deal. This could be a big deal. Let's just put it over here on the side of TBD and we'll follow up on this. Oh, now we're getting into the sun dimming. Oh, great. Should we dim the sun? Dim the sun. Some, dim, sun. dim the sun to tackle global warming. Uh, I don't think so. All right, we're going to get we're going to get on to the Biden thing, but now this is Biden administration officers exchange convicted Russians arms trafficker for this dude. Barney Griner. Can you believe that? Victor Boot, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, has said on Wednesday U.S. is off to release Victor Boot, a convicted Russian's arms trafficker, serving a 25-year prison sentence in exchange for WNBA star Brittany Griner, Barney Griner, and the former U.S. Marine Paul Whelan. Oh, it's a twofer. So they get a, they get a Marine back. This is like the fucking NFL. It will give you a future uh, first-round draft choice contingent upon our, our inflation rate. If our inflation rate goes up, that means your draft pick will go will be higher. Griner testified at her trial in Russia on Wednesday, saying that a language interpreter only translated part of what she said during her questioning. According to the Associated Press, Griner has been detained since February, faces up to 10 years in prison after Russian officials said they found cannabis oil in her luggage. So what if the Russians come back and say, eh, now we'll keep the Marine. And why would you even bring this? This Okay, so this whole thing is fucking weird. Like, why would you even bring the Marine into the conversation because now there's an expectation that you're going to get the Marine back. And if you don't get the Marine back, then what? Like it's better to not have expectations, like under create a sense of like under expectation and then over deliver. Right. Wouldn't that be the smart fucking thing to do? Like, okay, we're going to go Victor Boot and for Brittany Griner. Meanwhile, you're working to get the Marine out. He's been accused of being a spy. And then there's all this, you know, pushback. Like, what are you doing? She hates America. She won't stand for the national anthem. She talks smack about America. And she does, by the way. And then what do you do? You bring out the big gun. Oh, by the way, we're getting Max Whelan, too. We're getting a Marine that's been imprisoned there. Now, what do you do? You silence the critics like, oh, wow, really? You're getting him too? Well, gee, good job. 
But what happens if they say, no, you're not going to get him. It's going to be the arms dealer for the tranny hooper. That's what you're getting. Then what happens? Looks like it's a big, it's not Alex Liger, Twood, and Santana. It's not winning. It's losing. That's a losing moment. And these are the people. Remember when Blinken went to Alaska and the Chinese basically told him to shut the fuck up? They did. They said, shut up. They insulted him. You know, I'm not really pro-China or anything like that. You know, pro-Chinese people, if they want a different system, yeah, great, cool. But in that moment, that was a good moment. It's like, you got your, you got your jaw handed to you. I don't know about this Ray Epps thing, but his, his wife apparently is connected to Dominion. Wait, the guy's a fucking spook. The guy's a spook. The whole January 6th thing was spook works. That's what it was. Spook works. I'm going to play you a video. I got a, I got a video to play you guys today that is kind of, it's going to blow your mind. Um, so it's the new moon in Leo. We should talk a little astrology before we get into the Biden stuff. Oh, you know what else we got to do? We haven't done in a while. We should remember that our friend Lisa is still, she's still in the running. She is still in the running for getting on stage. Let's see if I can find it here. (sighs) All right, here, here we go. Let's give a little attention to Lisa. Little Lisa Love here. Opening act. All right, she's currently first. I'll show you guys where to go here. Here's the page. (coughs) We want a Chatarian on that stage. And a shout out to uh, Chataria. Let's put, let's plant the Chatarian flag. Now, I think it might be a bit much to ask her to wear like one of those, you know, those dresses, like a onesie, you slip it over you, right? With a picture of Jasper on it. That might be a bit much. I think she'd have to remember what Jasper looks like in order to, and we haven't seen him. He's kind of, he's going to make a comeback. Jasper will make, I give him therapy every night. He's doing better. Uh, she's first. You can do your daily vote there. And if you feel like you want to, um, she's got videos too. If you feel like you want to bust out and donate to her, uh, to her, her competition here, her vote drive. Uh, this group is connected to suicide awareness. A, they've got nonprofit status. So it's also tax deductible. And I think, what is it? Uh, $10 equals 10 votes or something like that. Anyway, let's uh, let's get our girl, Miss L.A. Bliss. Hitting that stage. All right. Why don't we get into the Biden stuff, which is bizarre. It's totally bizarre.
You know, but you know, what bugs me. It's like Cole Beasley, who was who stood up against the vaccines. NFL player said, "No, I'm not doing it," and he stood his ground, and he was fine. He was fine. And there's this guy it's on Twitter. So I, I replied to him. This is a Pro Football Weekly uh, tweet. So he, Cole Beasley it, it does not have a team to play for. It, it, one could make a connection that he's being blackballed. And uh, this guy who runs Pro Football Talk, he's a just a a cocky fucking liberal. He's a lawyer. He's from the North, lives in West Virginia now. Anyway, um, he's basically, the subtext is that he's not playing, he doesn't have a team because he didn't take the vax. So this guy goes, he writes good, good. What, what kind of, like, what kind of joy? See, this is one of the reasons why we're in such a bad place in the world. It's not always the Klaus Schwab's or the WEF or the Rothschilds or, you know, some dark, say, satanic mechanic that, you know, is putting the screws to us. Sometimes it's just that. Sometimes it's just that attitude which takes great pleasure in other people's suffering. The Germans call Schadenfreuden. And there is a lot of that floating around these days. A lot. That's why we're in trouble. Now, I'll be honest, a moment of self-revelation here. There are times when, I'll play a video before the show's over, where I got to tell you, I had a little Schadenfreude boner. I have to say that because <laughs> I saw something I've never seen before. It actually, it got a metaphorical rise out of me. So I'm going to play that for you. But but, but this is, I, normally I try not to. I, try, I Normally, but you know, when you get, like Cole Beasley is not somebody who, like you reserve your most potent schadenfreude moments for really big, over-the-top, egoic assholes that deserve a fall. Then you can take a little bit of just, oh, let me take this in. Oh, God, this feels really good. Oh. But not Cole Beasley. He's just a guy playing in the NFL who's overachieved all of his life. He's not very big. He's maybe 5'9". Five, five, 5'10 in shoes. He's got a little bit of speed. He's gritty. He's tough. You know, that's Cole Beasley. He wasn't necessarily gifted with all the great athletic traits that some people are just gifted with. If you've ever been around like naturally gifted athletes, they can just do things that other people can't do. And they didn't really have to do much to do that. That's not Cole Beasley. He busted his ass, he worked hard. He carved out a nice career for himself in the uh, uh, NFL. And then he said, no, I'm not going to take a vaccine. I'm not into it. 
and you can't force me. And guess what? He was right. And he didn't, but he, he, he's not some like, you know, it's not like watching Richard Sherman take a fall. I'll tell you that. that was, that's a little different. Richard Sherman being the former defensive back who lost his mind one night when he was drunk as shit and went after his, his uh, ex-wife and her uncle. Anyway, I do have my Schadenfreude moments. A little bit. But you, you got to save them up. You know, the mighty shall fall, supposedly. Anyway, that's one of the reasons why we're in trouble. Like stupid little comments like that. Good. Did it make you feel better? Does that make you really feel better? Like, what does that do to you? You know, it's pathetic because people have so little to live for that that little moment where they're able to get a little dig in on somebody that they don't know and somehow justify their their own position, their own politics, their own stance by somebody else's misfortune. That's why we're in a heap of shit. It's that. All this other stuff would have no effect if we treated each other better. Some people don't deserve it. I'll tell you that right now. They don't deserve it. But by and large, in a situation like that, where somebody is acting on their principles, it's his principle. It's his right to do that. And somebody's taking pleasure in the fact that he can't find a job now because no team wants to touch him. Because, well, we don't want somebody that stands out like that. I guarantee you, if Cole Beasley was Devontae Adams, he'd be working. Because he's one of those guys that's good. He's a, he's a good possession receiver, good glue team guy. Teammates love him, bust his ass, but he's not elite. If you're elite, this is the whole thing too, right? If you're elite, you get away with shit. You just, you just get away with shit. I mean, look at Deshaun Watson. Sorry, we're devolving into sports talk here. Deshaun Watson, this, but I'm trying to make an example. Deshaun Watson had like 50 women come out, these massage therapists, they're, you know, borderline massage therapists. They're Instagram massage therapists, if you know what I mean. I think the, you know, the, the idea here is that he would find these Instagram massage therapists and get these massages. And he would try to, you know, coerce some kind of sexual, you know, favor out, out, out of them. Right. I mean, there's, there's lots of testimony, 50 women came and some of them were like, he was like super insistent. He was breaking it off. Some of them were trying to cash in on, you know, their looks so that they could get clients. Now, were they happy enders? I don't, I don't know. It, you know, when you, when you post your, you know, your Instagram picture, your massage uh, therapy services on Instagram, and uh, it looks like, you know, there's a possibility for a happy ending. What, what are you going to expect? I mean, theoretically, right? Because they're 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 cash because there's ways to do it right. There there are people that have websites and they, they you know they put their massage services together. This is what this is what I do. This is where I come from. This is my training, and maybe there's a headshot of them, right? That's kind of how it used to be, but that's not how it is now. 
you know, how, how it is now, it's like, I'm going to cash in on my looks and be a massage. I may not even be a very good massage therapist. Hell, I might not even be licensed, but that doesn't matter. So this is what he was doing. And, you know, he was being predatory. He'd go in and he would, you know, do it. And who knows? There's 50 that filed lawsuits against him. There might be like 25 or 30 that haven't. They may have been like, shit, that was great. He left me a really good tip. Pun intended. Uh, but he's got all these cases, right? Like tons of cases. It's a big deal. Really, really big deal. In fact, it was such a big deal that he didn't even play last year. He didn't want to play. He got paid. He got paid to fucking sit around and do nothing. So his team, the Houston Texans, trades him to the Cleveland Browns. He had a shit ton of draft picks. Brittany Griner was not part of the deal, by the way. And I remember watching the press conference. Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Cleveland Browns. Not only does he get traded, he gets the largest guaranteed contract in NFL fucking history. The NFL generally does not give guaranteed contracts. They don't do that. Oh, it's the power shift here on the uh, computer. Now, now I'm lip syncing. Now it's what's up, Tiger Lily. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. He got the largest non-guaranteed contract in NFL history, and he's got 50 unresolved civil cases against women who claim that they that he uh, did inappropriate things to him. God. That's because he's elite. He's an elite athlete, and that's what happens. And that's the model, unfortunately, that is prevalent in our world. Okay, um, let's get into the, uh, the Biden thing. I just have to find it. Sorry, went off on a little bit of a tangent there. But uh, that's how these things go sometimes. All right. If this thing with uh, Ray Epps and Nancy Pelosi is real, that could be a huge game breaker. If it's real, we'll keep our we'll keep our eye on that. Um, let's see. Let me go back to the Bidens. Here we go. Oh, I remember having to do this. It's funny. I, I was uh, thinking about getting a new computer last night because I'm thinking, you know what? I could be having issues moving forward with this computer. So I started to look at the 2012s, which is a generally considered one of the, uh, probably the pinnacle of the, macbook pro it's also the first year where you really can't work on it so if you're going to buy like a 2012 you've got to have it pretty much the way you want it and to get one with uh 16 gigs um 
a thousand megs, right? You've got to probably go out of pocket for about 750 bucks. Anyway, I was thinking about it. I was looking up prices. And then like 10 minutes later, I get a text from Masaki. He's looking at computers. He's like, I'm thinking about buying a couple of computers because this shit could get dry real fast. We're on the same wavelength here. Doesn't surprise me. Okay, so this is uh, the tale of two Bidens. And you know, I realized yesterday, because I went back and listened to the show, which I don't always do, but I listened to the show yesterday and I realized that I didn't have the volume up on the whole Biden thing. What is, what is going on here? These are not, this is not the same person. It's, it's, this is not the same person. Honestly, this looks a little like the old, the old Biden. This is the, whoever this character is. This is the one that, you know, we've gotten to know. The hair is different. Look at the part. Like the part is, these are two separate videos in one day. And the fucking eyes are different colors. Like, do, do they think we're idiots? Do they think we're idiots? Obviously. So let's watch this. Folks, as we fight inflation. So you get some of the volume here. Oh, come on. I got to make sure that I have the audio up. Because yesterday I didn't do that. And I apologize for that. I'm like, where is, why is this dead air here? Oh, yeah. I didn't have the uh, volume queued up. That's why. All right, I'll enlarge this and let's listen to, uh, let's listen and watch. You be the judge here. Yacht or not? No, it's not both ways, but let's hear. Here we go. Folks, as we fight inflation, you can't be pro-insurrection and pro-cop. Bringing down gas prices is a big part of the job. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-democracy. You can't be pro-insurrection and pro-American. And here's the good news. Gas prices have dropped every day this summer. That's more than 40 days in a row. Donald Trump lacked the courage to act. We now have 40,000 gas stations in the United States where the price of gas is $3.99 or less. The brave women and men in blue all across this nation should never forget that. How do we get the price down? Well, the new report today shows that our folks, as we fight inflation, all right, so can't be pro-insurrection and pro These videos are not from different times. They're from the same day. It, it doesn't even look like they're in the same location. I mean, look what we have here. We've got, and maybe it's a, a lighting effect, but the walls look different. It could be lighting. They're trying to get it to, I don't know, maybe it's not lighting. Maybe it's not. So this actually, even though the eyes are the wrong color, because Biden had blue eyes, uh, this actually looks a little bit like the old Biden. Although the old Biden blinked. So we've got, we've got this strange thing going on with, you know, fake Biden and CGI Biden. So what does that mean? 
Okay. In the big picture, the the COVID stuff, the, the, the vaccines, the effect of the vaccines, it's starting to break. More and more mainstream doctors are coming out and starting to talk about this stuff. The, the, the crime of the century, the second crime of the century might be basically laundering all this cash in Ukraine. That might be the second crime of the century. And we had a lot of crimes this century, haven't we? Fucking 9-11. Like once 9-11 happened, they were just like, we're all in. We're just coming for your shit. We're progressively going to make your world more of a living hell. And 22 years down the line, actually 21 years, 21 years down the line, um, we're not going to have any pretense about what we're doing here. But the mRNA thing is a bit different because it's genocidal. It's going to affect generations. There, there are going to be people who are not going to have a normal uh, reproductive life because of this. There are people that are dropping like flies or young people. I read a story where a baby was born and they had to amputate its arm, had to fucking amputate its arm at birth because it had a clot. Like, how does that happen? That poor baby, Jesus. Oh, it's like hell, man. It's like hell. So that's breaking loose. This, I'm telling you, I talked about this last week on the Sunday night show. I said, this is this is what's gonna happen. This shit is gonna start to come out. It's gonna, it's this thing is gonna break. And it's going to start, it's already, it's already starting to break. And Biden and this whole thing with him being away or the COVID stuff, by the way, I don't know if you guys have seen the Alexa thing with Biden. Have you seen the Alexa thing with Biden? Let me see if I can find it. I don't know if I can get it on YouTube. Let's see if I can find it. Okay, so this is... So there's a bunch, there's a bunch of these videos. This is a short. So YouTube is trying to get into the TikTok market by doing these shorts. So let me see if I can play this here. Okay, so who knows? Maybe this is another Instagram person. Let me play this for you. Unfortunately, these are on these shorts, but here. If you haven't heard this, check this out. Oh, come on. Uh, 
I think a new computer is uh, somewhere in the future here. Because I've also heard that the batteries, once they send them back to China, they don't really do anything to them. They just... I can't explain this, but you tell me. Hey, Alexa, where did Joe Biden fall off his cycle? Joe Biden died in National Naval Medical Center. What, what, what? Alexa, where did Joe Biden fall off his bicycle? Joe Biden died in National Naval Medical Center. I knew it. Knew it was a clone. I can't explain this. But you tell so there are numerous um, videos floating around the internet. Like I started, I started to see them last week. And um, there are a couple of other Alexa videos that don't show that, but a lot of them do. Just to, just to be fair here. So we're in this really weird critical phase right now. And we're coming into this, you know, this big super conjunction. Um, this, you know, starting on Sunday with the Trudeau to Mars and Uranus. So we're coming into that. And we have a president theoretically who hasn't probably really been the president since the day they theoretically even elected him fake so you have a fake result and i stand by that you have a fake result you have a fake president you have a fake administration you have a fake set and there are some people that say well you know joe biden did die and this is all part of this plan. And, and, and at some point, you know, Trump's going to ride in on his white stallion with all the other white hats and white out Washington, D.C. again. There, I mean, that's, you know, people talk about this, right? And I'm not sure if that's the case or not. I don't, I don't, you know, there's something that's not right here. We all know that. The country got decoupled back in, uh, 2020 when Trump was president. That has not changed. The emergency status with COVID has not changed. It's still in effect, which means that we are really not a United States anymore. So where's this all going? Well, if they're trotting out actors, deep fakes, combination, and if, if Biden did die, it's, there's a strong possibility he did. You know, that guy was not well. Whoever that character was, was not well when they went to the Middle East and, you know, was shaking ghosts, shaking the hands of ghosts. Like, I mean, it's just another humiliation ritual. It's just, you know, enough already, right? But the, but the reason I'm bringing this up is because there's this convergence now. And I feel like, you know, just like, so let's say, for instance, this is dawn breaking and not setting behind me. Like the dawn is breaking here and the dawn is breaking because we've been going through this dark night and the dark night is, let's call it the dark night of the balsamic moon and people like the energy's gone. People don't know where they're going. It's like, it, it, you know, they're tired. You know, there's not this sense of 
like today with the new moon and Leo. And it's like, Hey, you know, take a, you know, bite out of life. Right. No, it's, it's, it's not that, but that's what this could be. Right. This is where we've gone through this very, very dark night and people are starting to see the results of, you know, their, their complicity, their compliance, their consent, and their consent being either justified in their minds by protecting others or, you know, getting it to, you know, getting the jab to get along with others, help, whatever the justification is. A lot of justification. You have some people who are, you know, you've seen the videos. They're like, you, you anti-vax pussies. You're just afraid of a needle. Guess what happens? They die. Yeah, that's happened. I played those videos. I have played those videos. We've been through a dark night. And it could get a lot darker. But I think this is the key. This is just, this is the key. The darker it gets, the brighter you got to get. That's, this is, you know, and I I was training myself, right? When we were going through all the COVID stuff and people, you know, I have a public interaction and people would ask me how I was. I say, I'm great. How are you doing? Right. Because I was doing that to counteract whatever was going on in the atmosphere. And I was like, this motherfucker's great. What, what, you know, what's he, what's he got something great to feel about? Right. So since we're on the Leo new moon, what, what I am suggesting here in a loving way is affirmation. Affirmation as the light of the world turns down, the light of your spirit must grow. And if we can do that, and if we can light the way in our own life, then we become a a network of living light, right? The light of God and the light of creation burning within us and illuminating the darkness around us. That, you know, it's like the, the hermit card in the tarot right? He's a way shower. He's got, he's got the lantern. And the hermit helps people get through the darkness because the hermit has been in darkness. The hermit has understood its own, his or her own experience or plight and found the wisdom to find the light within. The lamp is a metaphor. That's all. That's what it is. And so this is how we combat what's going on in the world. And you don't even have to be like uber aggressive and go after people. You don't have to do that. All you have to do is find that little wick and light it and let it burn. Don't allow the circumstances of the world to determine who you are. It doesn't mean that you become an ostrich and you stick your head in the ground. I've said this many times, but you, and this is why it's even more important. Because if you know what's going on and you do know what's going on, you guys are up to speed on a lot of this stuff. You're going to, that act of keeping your lamp lit is going to be even stronger. 
it's easy to have your lamp lit when you're winning. But I, you know, maybe there's a reason why I played that song today. You know, that th that song is an affirmation. So I think that they're going to try assiduously within the next couple of weeks here because their, their, their narrative around the shots is collapsing. They've taken Biden out of circulation. We may not see him again. If we do, it may be the actor. He's supposed to give a, a press conference today from the Rose Garden, I think. I mean, I don't really like watching this shit. I'll watch it after the fact. But I've got better things to do in a lot of ways. But I feel like something, you know, we always say, well, something's coming. I feel like something is coming. Because if we hit critical mass, and they're trying to push the monkeypox, like, let's be real here, right? The monkeypox has been essentially associated with, you know, people taking it up the bunghole. That's what the monkeypox has been associated with. It, it's it's like, and it's weird too, because the whole idea of AIDS, like, well, it supposedly came from a monkey. No, nah, not really. But it's starting to show up like, you know, 20, you know, the uh, 21st century version of, of AIDS. You know, it's passed by, it's passed around by a certain demographic of people, has monkey origins theoretically. And there were kids that are getting monkeypox. Well, gee, what's that about? Are, are they, are they being violated? Is there a connection between kids getting monkeypox and monkeypox happening in a certain demographic of the world? Maybe, but it's not going to fly. Monkeypox is not going to fly. It is not going to fly because people are like, well, well you know, I, I don't go to the bathhouses. Why, why should that? Why why should that affect me or impact me? Now they're trying to bring out the Marburg virus. So let's let's try that one out. Based on a book written by Boris Johnson's dad. Let's trot that out. Let's see. If we get him on the Marburg virus. None of that shit's going to work. I'm sorry. It's not going to work. They're trying to do lockdowns again in LA where the mask people are, they're over it. They're over it, over it. So they're not going to be able to, to, to run this table again. I They played their card. They played their card in the virus thing and they got what they wanted. They, they destroyed an economy or at least did their absolute best to destroy an economy. You move a, a shit ton of money into Pfizer and uh, into uh, J and J, right? I mean, made, moved a shit ton of money, bought all these vaccines, some of which were probably salt water. Some might have been, you know, the the black goo juice, right? So they did that. They instituted a mind control program, got people to consent, but I don't think they can go there again. You know, like how many times can they fly a plane into a, into a big structure? Uh, not too many. You get one shot, even if that happened, and I'm not convinced it happened the way that they have portrayed it. You get one shot at doing something like that. After that, it's like, oh, wow, what's going on here? Maybe we should look into this further.
like you get one shot with the 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 global the global bug the global, you get one shot not really you get probably three shots four shots but the danger of that is that if there is something theoretically that can for whatever reason go viral who who knows who knows you got your exosome theory you got your 5g theory you got your mrna theory right there's all these theories and i know people that have not been vaccinated that have gotten sick as shit and how do you explain that? I would say it's shedding, more than likely. I'd say it's shedding. That's a problem, right? They could they could somehow, you know, turn the shedding into another version of the whatever, right? I think they tried to do that with COVID. But I don't think they can go there. They got to go in a different direction, you know? So then we had our little money laundering operation in Ukraine, which is still ongoing. Uh, that's happening. Could that escalate? They're going to have to do something bigger than the breaking tide around what's going on with the clot shots because that stuff is coming out. Think about the enormity of that. Think about because some of the some of the mainstream news outlets are starting to report on this. And when that happens, you have to be, so there's two things that can go on with that. Number one, it could just be so overwhelming that some of this will slip through the cracks and then some of these other places will pick up on it. Or because the news is linked to the intelligence agencies, they could be leaking the stories. That could be part of it too. I'm, I'm not Pollyanna about that. But there is a thing called truth, and truth is an entity. Truth is an entity, and it does prevail. And it's not always pretty. It is not always pretty. If truth, if truth is doing what it's supposed to do, it could make parts of your own life look ugly. And then you have to look at it, right? Truth isn't always pretty. But we can't discount it as a force unto itself. So if this is going in this direction, then they're, they're going to have to come up with something much bigger here in order to bury it, in order to like have the, have the noise of the new thing drown out the ever-growing cacophony of what's happened over the last two years. Crime, genocidal crime. So when we see two Bidens like that and Biden basically, you know, being sundowned and who knows if he's even alive or not, like, like this is a big part of it because they could theoretically run a virtual president. How would we know? They could run a virtual freaking president. And if they run a virtual president and they basically can have an event and then declare another, you know, state of emergency or whatever, that's it, right? We're, we're dealing with this, this new, this new lockdown, right? The new, the new, the new bar that they've just inserted, but here's the difference. Here's the difference. 
people are much more aware, awake, and savvy than they were two years ago. Like we are accelerating at a quantum rate in terms of our awareness. And I know a lot of people will say, well, that doesn't really matter. It does matter. Trust me, it does matter because the ability to do things and pull things over on people is, is getting lessened, actually. It, it's not being increased. It's getting lessened. When you see it being increased, you're seeing a sliver, right? You're seeing a sliver of something, but it's, it's not the totality of the picture. It's kind of like um, when AOC was down at the border and then you know, they had her dressed in white and she was weeping for the plight of the children at the border. Whatever the fuck happened to that? Right? They, got, they got as much mileage out of that as possible and they moved on. You, so you see the picture and then you zoom out and you realize that it's completely staged. Like she's standing, standing behind a fake wall and everything. Right. It's kind of what it's like. And that's where we are. And people, so people have developed a healthy cynicism around this, which is good, but you can't allow the healthy cynicism to snuff out your light. So we're, we're working with, with two different principles here, right? One is the discernment piece and say, that's bullshit. And the other is to not let that grind you down and become so cynical. I've talked about this before that you're just, you know, not, you just become a black hole. You can't, you can't, I mean, you can, if you want to, maybe there's some redemptive value for some people there, but ultimately you have to, you have to tap into this thing and you got to keep your lamp lit. And the more that you can feed your lamp, your inner light, the, the better, the, the more of an impact you have on the world around you. This is the way it is. So that's that's what I'm, you know, hopefully sharing with you today as a result of this. Like, so we start off with Biden. We see these two weird Bidens. Like, what's going on here? They, they're not even trying now. Or maybe they're scrambling. Who, know, who knows? They're not even trying. When you see that they're not even trying, that's a sign. That's a sign that they don't give a fuck. And that means it becomes... I wouldn't say dangerous, but, but like they're willing to put their foot in the ground now and do whatever they need to do, however they need to do it. That's a sign. And you have a strategy. You have your own, you have your own personal internal strategy. I mean, that's one of the things that's, that I really like about some Christians. Like the world could be going to shit and they're like, hey, I'm good. You know, I've got Jesus and I have the light of God and they do. And we all do, right? That's the, that's the big, you know, the, the subtext is we all have it, right? I mean, theoretically, we all have it. We all have the inner light, but they practice and cultivate their relationship to it. What, whatever, you know, like cosmology or, or story or whatever they have to tell themselves, around it. And some of that for them might be very real. I'm not, I'm not dissing or dismissing that, but you're around some of these people They're, you know, they're, they're calm as the water behind me. Nothing bothers them. Love you back. Right. Doesn't mean they're not unaware that that's the kind of potential that we have to 
cultivate in our own way. And you can go down that path. You can start, you know, going to church, get baptized, whatever, born again. Works for some people. But I think you can still get there as long as you acknowledge the source. As long as you acknowledge the source. And as long as you acknowledge the source is active in your life. I'll give you an example. I'm, I'm going to acknowledge the source right now and give thanks. So the other day I was bitching about my radiator, right? You heard me bitch about my radiator. And I'm like, God, more money than I wanted to spend on this thing. Two days later, somebody signs up for coaching because I do coaching. It's the cost of the radiator. So I get to help somebody and I get my radiator taken care of. Well, thank you. Right? Like that's a moment of gratitude. And I don't want to sleep on that. That's a moment of gratitude. It's like, don't worry, I got your back. Look, look what just happened. And I didn't go out and seek that. I didn't cultivate that. That that came to me. And I, it's cool. And I'm happy for it. Right. I'm happy to work with this person. But it was like a one for one. That like these are things to be grateful for. And they're small things, right? That's not huge. But it is huge. It is huge. So what I'm trying to share today here on this Leo new moon, right? Be grateful. Illuminate. Keep your inner lights, the light, you know, the light of God, the light of creation, right? The the the, the light of the logos inside of you lit. And you do that through right action. You do that through right interaction with others. And if you have a bad day or an off day, it's okay. You, you don't, you don't have to be sunshine Superman every day. You take it off, like to say, look, I'm not feeling it today. And then you eventually, you know, remind yourself like, you know, what's important, how, you know, how you can be an effective agent of change in the world and shit happens in a good way. I'll tell you a story. And I want to play this video before you get up because it's good chatting for you. So this goes back, and I've told this story before. It was it's one of these like keystone stories uh, in my life, right? We all have keystone stories. If you go back and you look at your life, you'll have keystone moments. And this was one of them. And I was living in San Francisco and I was in a relationship and it was really not going very well at all. In fact, my girlfriend at the time, who had been together with for a while, was actually, you know, getting you know, pretty cruel, pretty cruel. And, you know, she was a Gemini with Scorpio moon. So she could, she could get cruel if she wanted to. So she's getting pretty cruel. And uh, it was a Saturday and she went off and she went to work. So I was left on my own. Um, and I remember getting up and I was living down in the lower hate. And I, I walked all the way up to the upper hate uh, past 24th street. No, it was Noe Valley, Noe Valley. I went up to Noe Valley. And uh, I, I met this guy and said, yeah, we play basketball, Noe Valley on Saturdays. I'm like, oh, cool. Love to go. So I go, I show up. I'm there early. And I, and I don't usually get high. You know, even back then I wasn't getting high. But this guy, you know, said, hey, you want to you get high? Before the game? I said, yeah, sure. Why not? So I got a little high, played some basketball. It was great. I play shitty when I'm high, by the way. I was never any, I mean, it was like my depth perception was just totally fucked. 
you know, I could play some defense, but I could, I could not score anyway. So yeah, but it was cool. Right. I mean, I played a bunch of games, got sweaty and then, um, I walked back and I, you know, I showered and there was this park. This is called Alamo square park, not far from where I was living. It's a famous park. They always have these vistas of San Francisco. So anyway, I go to Alamo square park. There's all these people there. I have my dog. I start talking to this dude, his girlfriend, playing a little Frisbee with my dog. Guy says, hey, you want a beer? I said, sure. So I'm drinking a beer, playing Frisbee with my dog. And then this school bus rolls up. And all these kids come out of the school bus. They're probably like 13 years old, 14 maybe. And they're mostly Japanese with some American kids. And they just descend on this park. I think they're exchange students. And all of a sudden... Me and my dog become the star attraction of these Japanese kids. Like they'd never seen a dog play Frisbee before. And then I'm just getting all this like, you know, indiscriminate kind of, you know, love from these kids. I know it sounds a little weird, but it's not. Um, and this, you know, young Japanese girl wanted a picture with, with me and my dog. Right. And, and then they got back on the bus and they left. And I'm like, Man, that is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Here I am. I'm kind of in my pit. And I have this great day. I have this great day. And it's topped by these kids who are just so, like, you know, in it. the Japanese kids were innocent. American kids, well, who knows? But it was it was innocent, right? And, and it was just so it's an affirmation. Like, these things are important. And even though we are living in a corrupted version of the world, more corrupted than ever before, those things can still happen. And when they do happen, take notice and give thanks. All right. Let me play you this thing. It's my schadenfreude moment. Um, where are we? Let's go over here. I'm not going to play all of it because it's pretty long, but I think I can squeeze in a few minutes of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like it. Okay, here we go. Hold on. Yes, we have dead air, which we're not supposed to have, but it's okay. I'm waiting on something. Come on, you can do it. You can do I got I got to get a new computer. Which I'm not fond of, by the way. I like my computer. You know? I like it. It's working. But once the battery goes, you can do all this shit and generally it doesn't bounce back. All right, so this is, let me let me set this up for you here. Uh, the ATF is doing these warrantless searches now, and they have been for a while. And um, there's this one ATF person who was caught uh, taking pictures of a gun registry with their cell phone, which is illegal, by the way. And there's this video, come on, pop-up video. Here it is. Okay. So this is in Columbus, Ohio. I'm going to, I'm going to go to YouTube here. This is in Columbus, Ohio. And 
the video is a guy who's an ATF agent and he, he is going uh, door to door or maybe not door to door, but he's at this, at this woman's, at this woman's house and he's trying to get in and do his little ATF moment, his check. Right. And he's harassing her and she doesn't want to let him in. So she calls the cops And this is what happens. Here we go. Columbus, Ohio. Now he's got a medical condition.
All right. So I'm going to end that right there. Okay. How often do you see something like that? Like you'll see cops go off the rails, but how often do you see a cop go off the rails with an ATF agent? They knew that guy was a fucking ATF agent. As soon as they opened up his wallet, they knew. Did that stop them? Nope. They got him in, they got him in the back of that cruiser. And, you know, on a certain level, I feel for the dude because I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want to have those guys' knees in my back. Trust me, I've had a cop's knee in my back. It's not fun. Long time ago. Yeah. Not fun. But I also didn't resist. And his attitude really flipped there, didn't it? He said, no. He said, I'm not going to do that. You're making a big mistake. And then what happened? They knew he was ATF. They probably knew ahead of time. And then they probably knew when, you know, definitely knew when they got his, his, uh, his badge out. And that dude was singing a different fucking tune, wasn't he? Different tune. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to those officers of the Columbus Police Department. But if you got a guy with a gun pointed at you like that, Your best bet, if they say get down, it's probably to get down. That's probably the best bet. And by the way, I've, I've had a cop's gun pointed at my head back in 1996. In uh, just outside of Pasadena. And I was, I was on the ground. I had my knees on the ground. I didn't do anything wrong, by the way. I had my hands behind my head. Police cars, lights were shining on me. Guy had his revolver pointed right at my head. You don't fuck around in situations like that because those guys could have wasted me. And they could have made some, and that was pre-body cam. Could have made some cockamamie story. Anyway, I had a little schadenfreude from that. It's like, because he was such a, you know, he was such a dick. And apparently the story was the, the woman had a shotgun or something like that. He was going to go in and hassle her. I don't know why he was there to do that right but those dudes had had enough they're like fuck you get out of here interesting interesting video and who knows what's going on with that guy astrologically whoa might have had a little saturn mars action there all right we're out of here i know it's not all that uplifting but in some ways it kind of is keep your light lit we'll be back tomorrow uh hopefully uh Mr. Russ Winter will join us over on the YouTube side for our monthly chat. In the meantime, use your head in order to serve what's real, your heart to say what's possible. I'm Robert Phoenix. Take good care of yourself. And I mean that. And uh, we'll see you over on the YouTube side. Bye for now.